In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, at least Happy Civil New Year. Because as we know, our church's year, the Year of Grace, began a month ago at the first Sunday of Advent. It's amazing how the church is almost always ahead of the curve on things like that. And New Year's is celebrated in many different ways by different people. Some celebrate it with parties, though I suspect today they're recovering from selling it, celebrating it with a party. Some commemorate it by watching football, the real one, go youths. Some just sit and chill out in their house. And there are some poor benighted souls who celebrate it by making resolutions. Because what can consecrate the year better than failure? But we as Catholics begin with something better, usually in addition to these things, but far beyond them. In fact, it is the best of things, the holy sacrifice of the Mass, which makes the saving sacrifice of Christ upon the cross present to us to defeat our ancient enemies, the world, the flesh, and the devil, and to open the gates of paradise for us. This year it is even more special because we get to celebrate it on a Sunday, which means we also recognize and celebrate the resurrection of our Lord, which is why we get up early on Sunday morning, each and every Sunday morning, and go to Mass in gratitude for the resurrection so that we may receive the grace that we need in order to be raised with Christ on the last day. But if it is not on a Sunday, it is a holy day of obligation. I am very grateful to our Bishop, Bishop Solis, who has stopped the previous practice of dispensing from this obligation on the first. We need the grace of the Mass, particularly to consecrate the new year and also to honor the Blessed Virgin Mary. There are three things, in addition to the resurrection, that we commemorate this day. The first of which is the octave of Christmas. Christmas is so wonderful a feast that celebrates so great a mystery that one day is not enough to celebrate it and to meditate upon it. It requires eight days and then a whole season on top of that until the feast of the baptism of the Lord. Eight days treated as one day. In the past there were many octaves within the church's liturgical year. Now there are just two, the octave of Easter and the octave of Christmas. We celebrate the incarnation of Christ, who is God with us, Emmanuel. 
And we ask ourselves, what does it mean that God became one like us in Bethlehem of Judea some 2,000 years ago? Well, among other things, it means that God gave us himself in order to bring us to himself. He didn't just give us a wonderful gift. He didn't just give us an extraordinary person. He gave us himself in the person of Jesus. And he did this not just so that we could have a good life in this world, but so that we could live with him forever in the next. Secondly, we commemorate the circumcision of our Lord. That topic makes some people nervous. It is rather an intimate topic, is it not? And yet, for our Jewish fathers and mothers in the faith, it was the, of the utmost importance. Because circumcision was a sign of the covenant which God had made with the people of Israel, writ in the flesh permanently. It was so important that every male Israelite child on his eighth day of life was circumcised, and he, it was then that he was given his name. So when our Lord was circumcised, he was given the name given him to, by the angels at his annunciation, Yehezhua, God saves. Not just a name, but a job description. And he entered into a covenant that he would transform. He would make it so that it was not just with the people of Israel, but with all the sons and daughters of Adam and Eve. And this covenant would not be written upon the flesh of males, but upon the souls of males and females. It is the covenant which is sealed in baptism, where God sets his own mark upon our souls. And when we are baptized, we also receive a name and a fountain of living water welling up for eternal life is planted in our souls. And thirdly, today we honor the most fundamental of all feast days of the Blessed Virgin Mary, the solemnity of Mary, Mother of God, that she is the Thigotokos, the God-bearer, this is why, of course, we honor Mary above all the saints. She is number one among the saints. We honor her because she gave to her son our frail human nature, that he could unite it with his divine nature in his own divine person, so that he could redeem it, so that he could exalt it, so that he could raise it above that of even of the angels, so that we could be raised above even the angels. Our Blessed Lady carried our Lord within her womb, God himself, for nine months. And because of this, she is the Ark of the New Covenant. And she was his first follower. She followed him 
all of his life, even to his crucifixion and burial. She was a witness to his resurrection, and at the end of her earthly life, he took her up into heaven, body and soul. And there she is, the Queen Mother, a channel of grace, of his grace, his life, into our lives, a channel of blessings. So do we not have more than enough reason to say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year? May this year be blessed and may it it be lived in Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.